Hello, and welcome to this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. I'm your host, Kelly Stroh, Associate Editor of Air Cargo World. I recently spoke with Alexei Zotov, Head of Sales at Airbridge Cargo Airlines, part of Moscow-based Volga Dnepr Group. In this episode, I discuss how the pandemic has shifted Volga Dnepr's relationship with freight forwarders through changes in contract negotiations, communications, and charter solutions with Alexei. Thank you so much for joining me today. I guess the pandemic has shifted the relationship between carriers and freight forwarders in a variety of ways. So how is Volga Dnepr Group working together with freight forwarders to ensure a long-lasting relationship, especially during a time when rates are high and capacity is short? Mm -hmm. So from the beginning, can common to the to the details amid uh, the pandemic lockdowns and decrease of passenger operations with the associated capacity constraints we just have followed the market's sentiments and our customers needs basically so we introduced new product within volga dnieper group which are long-term regular charters icmi programs as well as schedule and charter operations so Last year, we have seen that this introduction has been appreciated by the customers on a global scale, and it enables uninterrupted supply chain and stable operation for all the stakeholders. Of course, we do leave some capacity for free sales through various channels, including e-bookings and uh, urgent charter options and prioritize healthcare shipments, especially vaccine transportations. And the capacity-wise, we have seen new planes join the, our fleet, Boeing 777 in December last year, to Boeing 737 uh, just uh, last month in May, which increases uh, the delivery of options for our customers. Uh, however, it's not only about the additional planes, but also about capacity management, which covers capacity management procedures based on our headquarters, synchronization of all the programs and the strengthening of uh, our global supermarket concept, I would say, within the Volga Dnieper group, which allows us to handle all cargo requests through one-stop shop, as we call it internally, and find the most suitable logistic solution for our customers. Cool. Um, and has the current issue with limited capacity caused any strain at all on the carrier and forwarder relationship? Um, I know you mentioned charters um, to try and create more capacity, but I didn't know um, how else the group has combated these issues to ensure that the relationship remains positive. Mm-hmm. Yes, good question. So uh, we keep a healthy balance in our carrier and forwarder relationship with the effective uh, key account management system. Sales support, customer service support on all levels. I mean, headquarter level, regional levels, and always try to find uh, a win-win solution for both parties. Besides having worked in cargo operation for more than 30 years, we have uh, built uh, trust relationships uh, and uh, shown by effective CRM system, introduced uh, with new digital channels in line with the industry development, basically. Cool. Um, 
So we've been seeing dramatic changes in other areas of the carrier and forwarder relationship, including increased concerns from forwarders about block space agreement negotiations. I was wondering, how have you changed uh, contracting on your side, if at all, and kind of what makes current contracts different from the past ones, especially considering the highly volatile market and forwarders competing for space? Mm-hmm. I guess, thank you for the question. Market indeed is very used to be say practice. But what we see now, it's uh, that um, new times, I would say, dictates uh, new rules. At the moment, we consider and evaluate many possible terms of cooperation on the customer request. For example, we offer BSA contracts, or we call them CTA contracts, uh, cargo transportation agreements, long-term charter deals, ICMI contracts, uh, SRAs, like special rate agreements, or can develop other non-standard forms of long- and uh, mid-term partnership with the customers according to their needs. One customer may have different contract with us depending on uh, his business requirement. We are more than happy to provide our support here, and other than that, uh, no changes on contracting itself. Once we agree on terms, conditions, sign the deal, we execute our obligation in the full manner and expect the same from our customer. Okay. Have forwarders presented any hesitation to sign long-term agreements, especially considering how uncertain the past year and a half have been? Mm-hmm. And how are you accommodating these uncertainties? Are you offering short-term leases? Uh, basically, we do believe forwarders and airlines are counting their risk very carefully just before signing any binding contracts. And we offer a diverse scope of product from our for our customers, so they definitely can choose uh, the one which will suit their needs in, uh, I would say, most efficient way. Okay. Um, are you using index-based contracting or uh, like fixed prices? Uh, basically, it all depends on the contract format and customer needs. Uh, different contracts assume different pricing policy. Okay. Um, are there specific terms that Bulga Dnepr is looking for regarding carrier forwarder contracts, and how do they differ from terms that maybe forwarders are seeking? Mm-hmm. Uh, here, I would say nothing very special. We just want uh, the terms the terms and condition to be transparent and attractive for both parties. For example, once uh, the customer sent out the request, we discuss it internally with our departments, try to provide uh, to the customer win-win solution. We are interested in mutual development and always understand pain points, or we can we call them headache of the customer and customer interests, as well as uh, necessity to deliver our concerns. And uh, basically, we strongly believe that only beneficial contracts for both parties will lead to the mutual and common development and the satisfaction from cooperation. Okay. And are you working to build any flexibility into the contracts to accommodate freight forwarders during this time of uncertainty? And how is Volga Denepper preparing for um, that change, if at all? And is that being reflected in the contracts? 
Yes, very, very good question, actually. Um, and uh, you never know what will happen tomorrow, I would say. And we hardly can get ready for all the scenarios that can happen in our industry. Uh, but what we do now to feel safe tomorrow is that we invest into our business, into our knowledges, into, I would say, digitalization procedures, cost decrease, efficiency of operations. So we increase our competence in industry logistics in order to deliver more value to the final customer in the most efficient way. Aside from those, is there flexibility within the contract? Uh, in terms of uh, flexibility, so I would say that we are quite quite flexible because we provide not just one but uh, five different uh, products to the to the customers actually. So I would say that this is very flexible approach to the market to the customer. Okay. I guess what kind of shifts have you seen in terms of cargo charter agreements versus BSAs since the pandemic began? Um, well, when pandemic just started, many airlines and the forwarders moved to the charter market, as we know. So due to extraordinary demand there, we couldn't uh, ignore this trend as market was begging really begging for air cargo transportation services. So this is what uh, our world needed so desperately, so quick and timely response to the virus threat. And uh, I think we just prepared and we, we, well, we were well prepared, so we performed great uh, delivering, considerable tonnage of PPEs, oxygen equipment, uh, artificial lung ventilation equipment, medical suppliers and all this stuff just on time in order to support the fight with the, the virus deployment in many countries. And the peak has passed now and we just have returned stability into our operations. We really continue offering various products as I just mentioned and the charters as well as per our customers' needs. But right now, step by step, we are coming back to just the previous model. Okay. So the pandemic has accelerated digitization within the air freight industry. Um, for instance, many airlines over the past year have joined e-booking platforms like WebCargo and Cargo.1. I was curious what your thoughts are on the move towards digital booking in the air freight industry and if you expect this trend to continue or if you think the decision is mainly motivated by needs caused by the pandemic. Timely question, I think. And uh, so I would say that a lot of changes have taken place during the last pandemic year. So a lot of industries have uh, underwent uh, substantial transportation and just, uh, transformation procedures. And those uh, who was ready to change it uh, in accordance with uh, this just world and pandemic realities had really achieved positive results for both own business and customers' convenience. So digital bookings with the carriers is an important part of uh, such business transformation, and uh, we're really keen on it. So for sure, we consider opportunities to make all uh, our services digital already in near future. Uh, it concerns not only regular business, but charters uh, as well. But it will take some time, I guess, and because such services uh, like charters should be strictly uh, well organized and convenient for all parties. 
of the global market, of the supply chain. So we also count that the digital booking will allow us to decrease the staff workload and uh, really concentrate on refined uh, service level for our customers. Okay. Are there any issues surrounding digital booking that you foresee happening? Um, or like, do you think that digital bookings might have any potentially negative effects on maintaining relationships with forwarders and shipper customers kind of due to less direct communications? Uh, so electronic channels of communication in our future is our future, I guess. And uh, we are just really working toward it. And uh, we, like airline, communicate to large forwarders, so they, all, are, all of them are developing this competency, I would say. So we work together on variety of related projects with them, so all uh, the efforts lead us to the processes optimization on both ends, and it really looks great. And also electronic platforms help small and medium-sized forwarders to get uh, easy access to airline capacity, which really adds to their development and it's good for the market. Um, I know that in 2020, Airbridge Cargo, um, one of your subsidiary carriers, joined Web Cargo's booking platform. So I was curious if Volga, the Nepper Airlines or any um, other airline or your group are kind of using digital booking or considering adding it? And how do you expect digital booking to affect the company? And if you think it will change the carrier forwarder relationship at all? So at the moment, Volga, Nepper Airlines don't use digital booking due to the complexity of charter arrangement procedures, I would say. So there is individual arrangement for every shipment in charter uh, business. But we see the potential here, and uh, we know that other industries already have the real, real decisions allowing digital platforms to be customized to the charter needs. So for us, it's uh, a bit longer process uh, comparing with the regular business, but we understand and... Uh, for sure, we will be taking active steps for further development of digital service for charter flights. Have you been implementing any other modes of digitalization in the company to help improve relationships? And if so, what? So this is on our radar and this is our real, in our real priority for this year. So to increase the share of uh, digital sales. Currently, we are using... Uh, Two main platforms, like you mentioned, Cargo One and Web Cargo Net. Actually, this is this very, very useful uh, the, uh, instrument or tool to get the capacity on the market for such players, especially in these pandemic times. We do believe. Well, I guess you can conclude our conversation. Um, I was wondering if you had any anecdotal examples to share that demonstrate the way the relationship between uh, the carrier and the forwarder has changed due to COVID-19. In pre-COVID life, for fixing the contracts uh, condition, we usually just ha shake the hands, uh, like uh, good tradition, but right now you can just only shake uh, the mouse or click the mouse in order to really fix the uh, conditions. So 
I, I personally do hope that with all uh, our industry extra efforts, we come back to this handshake and reality soon. <laughs> Thank you again to Alexi for joining me for this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. For more on how the pandemic shifted the carrier forwarder relationship, check out our recent story, New Times, New Rules, How the Pandemic Redefined the Carrier Forwarder Relationship on aircargoworld.com. Thanks also to our listeners and to Air Cargo World's readers. Download and listen to this podcast and other episodes at aircargoworld.com and on iTunes and Spotify.